I got this. The audacity. Oh my god. Yas, bitch. Mic drop. What is wrong with this country? We know you can. But can you not? Welcome to the Thunderdome, bad fishes. It's your favorite dynamic duo with a sizzling serving of Can You Not Today. Today, we are diving into the world of plastic surgery and the shaming that often comes with going under the knife. In 2019 alone, there were 18.1 million cosmetic procedures done in America, according to the American Society of Plastic Surgeons. If life in plastic is so fantastic, what's up with the stigma against changing our appearances? And you know we can't talk about it without being about it, so you'll hear some first-hand accounts of my dabbles with cosmetic upgrades and their effects on my self-image. Grab a glass of wine and find a cozy space to get tucked in, because we are getting prepped and ready to spill some serious tea. <laughs> tucked in I love it. <laughs> Nip Tuck, you remember that show? That show literally had me like obsessed with plastic surgery and I don't know why. It was very sexual though. <laughs> That's a great show. It's pretty iconic. I like would stay up really late at night with my mom and watch it, which probably wasn't like <laughs> the most wholesome thing to watch with one of your parents, but it's a really, really good show. I think I might go back and rewatch it actually. <laughs> you got it with your parents? Awkward. No, <laughs> just my mom. I feel like women can relate to each other, though, about cosmetic surgery more so than, you know, a man can relate to a woman, you know, not trying to be hypocritical or stereotypical. That's just kind of how it is. Um, well, listen, I got my glass of wine ready to go and I'm about to announce something. Actually, it's a mug. It's a coffee mug because <laughs> it's my best friend gave it to me. Best friend right here. And it says zero fox. Given, get it? Ha 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 ha! We're so funny. <laughs> but seriously, um, cosmetic surgery—it's kind of like one of those things where people are like, "You need to be happy with your body," but then people are also body shamers. So what the f do you want people to do? Yeah, they're gonna get surgery because guess what? You're shaming them at the same time you're telling them to be happy with themselves. So hello. <laughs> yeah, it's a total like mind if you will, excuse my language, but you can't win for losing in today's society. You literally can just be going along your life and you're feeling good about yourself and then a million haters just descend upon you and you start second guessing why you're feeling good about yourself and it's just really, really messed up. Everyone has insecurities, so it's not that you're an insecure person because you have surgery and let's be real right now, men and women get plastic surgery. It's not just women, okay? I see men with freaking facelifts, butt implants, pet plants, all that shit. They get it too. And it's more of you're insecure about maybe a part of your body, but you're not insecure about you. People think when you get it that you're an insecure person. No, no, bitch. Like, I'm insecure about my boobs or I'm insecure about my nose and that's why I get it fixed. Yeah, but insecurities definitely do play a role and I think that it can go back to childhood but it also comes from society I mean let's be real oh most definitely I think that as a child children we don't know how to be mean to each other on a like deeper level so we use the way that we look as a very superficial way to throw insults or just you know get on someone's nerves like oh you got a big honker or you've got bug eyes or whatever it is and that stuff like lingers into your adulthood I definitely have a few friends that have had maybe larger pieces of 
a, a body anatomy, like a nose or something like that. And it's definitely something that they think about for their entire lives. So they get fixated on this one part of their body that they can't change. Yeah, and bullying is definitely a problem in and of itself, but bullying does play a part in it because people don't forget what people tell them that's negative about themselves. They don't forget that. Listen, if you have kids, by the way, don't let them bully someone else. And if they do, you need to give them a good slapping because that stuff is scarring. Not even kidding. No, for real. I think that all the parents that are listening to this definitely need to sit their kids down and give some personal experiences about how you were bullied when you were growing up for something that you couldn't change and have a real conversation because it's 2020 and we need to be talking about this kind of stuff. And disclaimer, we are not promoting child abuse. We're saying be a parent and discipline your kids if they are doing something wrong, especially if it's affecting other people in a negative way period. That's all. Next. So we've talked about some of the things that kind of carry on from childhood into adulthood, but there's also like recent insecurities that we develop as we get older. And, you know, you're looking in the mirror, doing your makeup or whatever, and you might notice some sagging or you look more tired. Than, than usual and you're just like who is this person staring back at me <laughs> do your boobs hang low do they wobble to and fro can you tie them in <laughs> if you can you might need a lift i know i'm gonna get one soon that's for sure i feel like this is something that so many people can relate to though because gravity is not kind to us as we age and you know, things are hanging lower. I don't think that there's a, a it's wrong to want to put them back in place. <laughs> yeah. Please don't shame. Pe- well, actually, nowadays, people don't even get shamed. People are open as F about their surgery. Like, did you get a nose job? Yeah, I got a nose job and I got a butt job and a boob job and my ears lifted. Like back in the day when someone asked, especially like celebrities or actresses back in the day, and you'll still see this with older generations, they don't admit it. Even when it's clear as day that they got work done. Well, yeah, I think that there is definitely a uh, much more open book policy when it comes to surgeries because we're in the day and age of social media. We want to share. We want to document what's happening in our lives. But I also still think there is still a... um, secretive society of like Stepford looking wife women who just are 40 something years old and still look perfect and I'm like bitch I know that's not genetics like what are you doing (laughs) if you look different from your parents like and I'm not talking slightly different like I'm talking if you look a completely different person from your parent then there's a pretty good chance that that person has had enhancements (laughs) (laughs) most definitely this is also something that is definitely a 2020 thing. Think about maybe 10 years ago. We didn't really see pictures of ourselves as often or even like 20, 30 years ago. You didn't really see yourself photographed in photos unless you're like looking at pictures from a wedding or a special event or something. Now we are literally bombarded with photos of ourselves, whether tagged pictures on Facebook or selfies that we put out into the world. And then we're like changing our identities with these crazy ass filters and stuff, you know? So I think there's definitely a disconnect of what we actually look like with what we want to look like in some of these like filtered fantasies. That's really true. And I also wanted to bring up the point about like fantasies and people's perception of how somebody should look. 
Listen up, sit up straight and buckle in because I'm about to drop some real stuff right now. People, men and women will body shame people before like pre-surgery, you know, and then when they get it, they will still body shame them after they get it. And it's like, okay, when you confront these people, look, tell them to look at themselves in the mirror. Like, bitch, do you look good? No. Then why are you telling me that I need to change something? No, like get off your high horse and look at yourself in the mirror before you judge somebody else because shaming, whether it's body or surgery, shaming you need to look at yourself first before you make any of those accusations because most of the time you need a little work done too boo boo (laughs) right like it's all these people like keyboard warriors that are hurling these insults and i'm like what do you look like a troll (laughs) like yeah exactly how much is (laughs) is the toll (laughs) under your bridge (laughs) point being don't body shame someone unless you're a perfect 10 matter of fact no unless you're a perfect 20 because nobody is so don't shame people whether they get surgery or not but surgery shaming is just horrible because people get surgery one of the reasons one of the potential reasons is because they got body shamed before they got it so if you're surgery shaming someone and they already got body shamed before they got it then sit down because they've had it they've had enough (laughs) right like it just just stop y'all just need to take a deep look in the mirror cue michael jackson's man in the mirror song okay and And just stop. I mean, this is just madness, you know, and I don't understand why so many people are worried about other people's bills and their money. Like, if you're not paying for it, what does it matter to you? God, I don't know, but... That just really grinds my gears when people shame people for getting work done after they finished shaming them for not having it done. Like, sit down and be quiet. Go in your corner. <laughs> and also, so not not all of the plastic surgery is done from a superficial point of view. Sometimes we have actual shit wrong with us and it makes it hard to function in society. So we need to get things done that may look cosmetic, but they're actually corrective in nature. So just because someone gets a nose job doesn't mean they always hated their nose. They might have had breathing issues or you don't really know what the fuck they had. Just let them be. Yeah. Like, let me tell you, I have a deviated septum and I really want like a rhinoplasty eventually. But man, sometimes it's hard to breathe out of one side. And I'm just like, man, and I had surgery for it. Not plastic surgery, like legit surgery for it. And it didn't do anything. So like the only other option is like to fix my nose and break it, make it straight, whatever they do with freaking nose jobs because it's horrible. And then some girls get boob reductions or boob jobs because their back hurts with their boobs hanging out. Like, man, my boobs are big and they hurt and I want a boob. Listen, I'm going to go down the list of what I'm going to get. A boob reduction, boob lift, liposuction, (laughs) nose job. And that's it for right now. (laughs) Don't shame me. Ain't nobody shaming you, (laughs) boo-boo. You do you. (laughs) But yeah, sometimes it's not about insecurity. Sometimes it's just about they just want to look a certain way or they need the surgery to make them their body feel better or that something's wrong and they need it done. Right. And there's also people who feel like they were born into the wrong gender and they want to have gender reassignment surgery. Well, that's another topic. It is, but it's also, I I would say it's cosmetic, but also not. And I feel like there should be no reason to shame for that happening. You know, we live in a modern society and modern problems require modern solutions. So if someone wants to go under the knife and just change the way they look, it's not always done from a superficial standpoint. Sometimes there's deeper meaning behind that. 
people literally have this obsession to control other people's lives though today. And I don't know if it's like because of the narcissistic generation that has come from social media. That's another whole issue in and of itself. I could go on a, I could go down a rabbit hole with that one, dude. Let me tell you, social media has created a mostly narcissistic society. And that is fact. And you can research it. There's many journals, medical journals and scientific journals talking about it, but I digress. (laughs) It's a, it, people have this obsession to want to be able to control other people and what they do. I'm like, listen, no, no, don't do that. Worry about your own life. Worry about your own money. Get your bag up. Don't worry about other people because they don't give a shit about you. What is so wrong with people being happy with themselves or feeling good about the way they look, their bodies. I don't find anything wrong with that because when we look our best, we feel our best. And you can also just enjoy looking attractive. I mean, the, just get off my nuts, dude. Let me live. <laughs> Seriously. I feel like I need some because I feel like I have some already. I need a nut removal. <laughs> Nutcracker. <laughs> it's also that, but it could also be people idolizing celebrities and wanting to look like them. And I think like a big thing with that is the obsession with the big ass, the Brazilian butt list, the BBLs girls, you know what we're talking about because everyone on earth knows what they are. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> well, that's also definitely a modern day kind of thing because I remember like when I was young, it's like the bubble butt was almost like looked down upon. It was like definitely something that other girls would use to make fun of girls in front of each other. It was definitely not a complimentary thing. Oh my God, the 90s, the real thin, the friends, just watch friends. That will show you all you need to know about females. Real thin, no ass, no hips, no tits, nothing. Just like thin as a board. And that was in. And we're not saying that that's not in. That is definitely not what we are saying at all. Your body is beautiful. However it is, we are not judging, but we are just commenting on how our society has gone from one extreme to the next. And now we have women like Nicki Minaj, Jennifer Lopez, like big butts are in and they've been in for quite some time. And I just think it's really interesting to see how we've progressed as a society with what we like versus what we don't like that's why sir mix a lot came out with his song like i like big butts and i cannot now like because (laughs) when that song came out it wasn't the thing it wasn't the rage and people called people fat who looked like that and now everyone wants it and i that's one thing that people have taken from hip-hop culture when i did music i was realizing how much is stolen from hip-hop and i'm gonna say it here because it's fact and i don't want to not say it because that'll seem like we're skirting around the issue that cultural vultures (laughs) are alive and well and the big butt small waist thing is definitely something that was taken from the black african-american culture and made mainstream so our white girls are getting it done right i agree i mean we could even maybe go as far to say it's some type of cultural appropriation i think that it's definitely interesting to see these women just become so shapely i like you were not born like that <laughs> it, it definitely is interesting but i mean that is also a whole other side topic of white women profiting off of looking like black women while black women are still being marginalized today so we're not gonna go off on that yeah we're not gonna uh, go off on that tangent but no <laughs> but um we we may have to call some people out later on down the line we'll see uh <laughs> maybe <laughs> depends on if we're gonna get sued or 
not. <laughs> Green, yellow, and red. The whole traffic light. I don't think that there should be a stigma anymore. Like, really, why are we still kind of, like, secretively afraid of being open about getting these types of procedures? Why is it not all bodies are beautiful? Like, why is it always one or the other? Why is it either you have to be thin as fuck or you have to be shapely and thick? You know what I mean? People have different tastes, but that's different than telling people how they need to look. And I think that telling people how they need to look is why people another reason why people get surgery and it needs to stop just let people do them if people want to get surgery for themselves then let them but I think this push for these types of body shapes is what is increasing the plastic surgery numbers I, I definitely agree it's it's the media it's just social media in general but it's, it's also kind of intriguing because one of the major insults that people who get plastic surgery they receive is oh your body is fake like I don't like girls with fake boobs I like with a real deal 100% USDA it's like okay so you want it to be real and when it's fake it's not good but then you want to make the real stuff be absolutely perfection like it's literally makes no sense because people are just hypocrites when you get down to it exactly but that will come in our next episode <laughs> trust we got a whole rainbow of categories to talk about for your ear holes but yeah i agree i agree with that i don't understand how wearing a head full of fake ass hair extensions is any different than getting a boob job you're literally just changing the way that you look because you want to portray a certain vision of yourself to society it's different because the boob job costs your whole firstborn child that's what's different about it. Shit. <laughs> no, no, bitch, man. These hair extensions are expensive, too. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess I don't use them, but my hair is long as hell as always. So, you know. You know, we have to talk about downside, which is botching. It's definitely a real thing. Oh, my God. That show botched. Yes, I was literally about to bring up that show. We've all watched that. And it's, it's a major concern for anyone undergoing any type of medical procedure though it's not just a cosmetic you know surgery you're getting a heart stent you have a risk you're getting brain surgery you got a risk you know so there's risk to anything that you do in life it's like going up in an airplane or driving a car you might crash and die getting plastic surgery you might get a crooked nose like you know what's good with that is that you can you know, sue those doctors who messed you up can't do that in a car accident if you did no it'd be my luck i'd get in a major accident and the person doesn't have no insurance they're not even a legal citizen i would get literally screwed up and down <laughs> or you can be driving home from your freshly new plastic surgery and then you get in a car accident and it would botch you from the car accident that would be awful <laughs> would bend your play-doh nose <laughs> today <laughs> can you imagine somebody driving home from freshly done plastic surgery and like getting an accident and the airbag pops their boob implants or like <laughs> does something to their face that um, sounds like a straight-up horror movie <laughs> i'm sure it's happened before though or someone like pops their boob on like a car door or something <laughs> 
But, you know, we we toe the line of danger every single day with what we put into our body, from, like, the food we eat to watching the shit we watch on TV. And I think obsession is definitely a potentially dangerous thing because we all know there are some people that have made headlines in this world that are obsessed with plastic surgery, like the Ken doll, you know, the male Ken doll guy or the Russian Barbie girl. Um, what? <laughs> No. <laughs> you don't know? You need to, like, Google this so you can see what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure they might have some type of body dysmorphia, but I'm not a professional. Oh, damn. They, they, these people who get surgery look like dolls, like, straight up? Right. Yes. I know what you're talking about, and it's really creepy. Not, It's not my cup of tea, but it's also, we live in America, and as a taxpaying citizen, you have the right to undergo 500 surgeries if you want to, or if you can find someone to perform them on you, and that is you're right as an American so God bless the USA I mean well that's debatable but let me just say <laughs> that I'm not shaming those people who look like dolls and so it's just it really freaks me out man I see those videos and I'm like they don't look they look like robots like AI robots they don't look like a human being okay I mean if you want to do that that's cool but it scares me <laughs> I think that it's definitely like a shock value but also that might be what's beautiful to them we all have different varying standards of beauty and if that's what they want and they're happy, then that's fine. But I do think it's kind of telling when they're constantly getting surgery, because for me, I feel like it's something that you do as a corrective if you're going to go that route, not something that's a constant work in progress, you know, <laughs> like eventually you finish the piece of art. <laughs> Talk about those extreme cases. They also have health issues and other problems because they've gotten so much done and because it's not natural for their body to be support that kind of physique. I saw an interview with them one time and like I heard the doctor saying like this can literally kill you they're not towing a line they're completely like over the line they're so far over the line that they can't even see it anymore <laughs> You need x-ray vision to see that line they just crossed. <laughs> They're really far away. <laughs> Looking with the binoculars like, where are you? <laughs> but I'm not shaming that. I'm just going, I don't believe in shaming, but I think that when someone pushes it to the point of it being dangerous for their health, then somebody probably needs to say something to them. <laughs> I think there's a difference between shaming and having a personal opinion. You are definitely allowed to have an opinion that, any work that I choose to get done doesn't look great or I shouldn't do that. But when you start to shame is when you start to make the person feel uncomfortable and feel bad for their actions. So that's different than having just an opinion. I am all for plastic surgery and enhancing yourself or making yourself feel better. I would not be ashamed if I got surgery to admit to someone that I get it. Like, fuck yeah, I get lip fillers. Fuck yeah, I get Botox. And what? Who are you? So is that something that you would feel comfortable, like, mentioning in a casual conversation with someone? I mean, you're not going to sit there and blurt out, I get plastic surgery, you know, in the middle of a coffee date when he's talking about a freaking biscotti and you're, you just blurt it out. Like, I just got a nose job yesterday. You want to feel it? Like, you know, no. But if, if somebody asks... I'm not going to sit there and deny and lie about it because I think that is also contributing to the stigma is when back in the day and still today, people hide it and lie about it. And the more open people are with things, the less there will be a stigma attached to it. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. <laughs> that times 1,000. We have this 
I don't know why we have this fear of wanting to change or wanting to to be vocal about the change, but you notice it in just certain groups of people, like I said, the Stepford moms, you know, that are just always looking so perfectly perfect and they're never going to admit that they go under the knife or they get routine Botox or fillers or whatever, because there's this image to uphold. And I'm like, you're not fooling anybody. We know that that's not just your creams and your yoga or whatever. Like we know that some, some other stuff is happening there. <laughs> Baby girl, ain't no cream in the world can do that to your face. <laughs> Definitely contributes to these unrealistic expectations because there's a beauty expectation, at least in our Western civilization. And if these women are just always looking perfect, young girls are looking you know, to them and they're not being forthcoming about the procedures that they get. And we just think, oh, gosh, OK, I want to be like insert famous model or actress. It's just a mind fuck for these kids, really, just to see like these perfect bodies all the time and think that they were actually born that way because they weren't not all of them. Some of them are lucky, but some most of these bodies that we're seeing on Instagram are not born that way. I know we've highlighted women a lot. Can we talk about men? Because guys, gentlemen, lentlemen, we're not leaving you out. We know that you also... Men are subjected to body <laughs> issues, too, and self-esteem. You know, when they're growing up, if a man is told that he's got skinny arms or he's not buff enough or something, like, men definitely go under the knife, too. Let me tell you, the penile implants, <clears throat> that is the sensitive area. Some men make their balls bigger, dude. I'm like, why? We don't care about <laughs> First of all, we don't care about that area. So let's just get that clear. You don't need them bigger. <laughs> that is a non-issue. But... Men do it, too, because they feel pressure, too. They feel pressure to look a certain way, just like women. Women are, I think women are more subjected to it, to the scrutiny, because that's just how our society is. But men are also subjected to it, you know, every now and then. And, yeah, you see men getting peck implants. You see them getting butt implants and, like, a whole bunch of muscle implants and stuff, and, like, taking steroids. But those aren't good for you, so please don't do that. They make you into a roid rage. Like I feel like it's even harder for men when we're talking about this subject because they don't even get, like, a space in this arena, you know? It's definitely super hush-hush for them. It's catered toward women, yeah. Also, I mean, men with their hair. I feel like hair in men is like a really big thing because as they start to age. Oh, hair plugs. Yeah, the the hair loss. Like they used to have these beautiful long locks in high school. And then as they're getting older, their hairline is receding and like dipping way back. And it's just I know it's something that men struggle with a lot. And we see you do like shave your head if you want to go, go hit up Bosley. I don't know if that actually works. <laughs> Those hair implants, but go for it. Don't be ashamed to do that if you think that's going to help bring up your confidence a little bit. And let me just say this right now and reiterate. Do not ever get surgery for somebody else. If you're going to get it, just do it for yourself. Because if something does go wrong, you're going to be very, very, very unhappy if you got surgery. Not because you wanted it, but because... You think it's what other people want. And if something goes wrong, you are not going to, you're going to hate yourself. <laughs> so do it because you want to do it for you. I can't corroborate the story, but I know it was like something I saw on TLC. Or corroborate? Ooh, it's a big word. 
Yeah, got a little hard on. <laughs> Does that make you happy? I know it was like on TLC or something, but I remember this woman, she got huge breast implants, like size F implants or something because her boyfriend loved big breast and she basically got them for him and then he left her. That's exactly what we were just talking about. Literally. And she was just this petite woman with just these huge tugboats. And I just felt so bad because you aren't stupid if you let this happen to you. People are manipulative. There are some really good con artists out there, y'all, who will make you just change your entire personality and the way that you think and you literally get hypnotized under them. We're just asking you to err some caution to the wind and when it comes to something so permanent like plastic surgery, do it for yourself because you're the only one that has to live with you. Nobody else. Yes. Preach. Preach. <laughs> but <laughs> Take me to church. Da, da, da. <laughs> also, this brings up the point of body positivity. Are you still pro body positivity if you chose to go under the knife? That's a hard question because you can't really speak for other people. But I chose to get surgery. Yeah. The argument is that people should be happy with how they look. But if getting surgery makes you happy with how you look, then guess what? That's still in the category of body positivity. If you're not happy with the way you look, then by all means, go fix it if you want. And if it makes you happy, then good. You're golden. See, that's how I feel. It's not anti-body positive to want to change aspects of your body because you deserve to live in a body that makes you happy. And basically, body positivity is about celebrating our bodies and creating safer spaces for everyone to feel comfortable. And if that means you need to get a little nip-tuck to do that, then get on with your bad self. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I'm going to go ahead and, you know, spill some tea. I've been getting Botox. I've gotten it for the past couple of years. You know, when you get it at a younger age, it's considered preventative. So it definitely will help you as you age to not get full blown out wrinkles. So just something that I personally like to do, even though I know some people tell me, oh, you don't need that. And I'm like, you don't know what I need because you are not me. Just stop, please. Stop trying to control my life. I think when people say something like that, they're trying to give you a compliment by saying, oh, you're already beautiful. That's backhanded compliments right there, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't feel good because you're basically telling me that my decisions are invalid and that I shouldn't do them. I don't know. It's just weird. Y'all just need to be positive for your friends. If they tell you that they're getting things done, just be happy for them. I mean, as long as they're not going to do it in some like backstreet alley in Mexico. I think we should all agree that's not Gucci. But if they're... <laughs> <laughs> don't you get your lips done too? Don't you do your lips? I just got mine done actually like a month or two ago so it was the first time I've ever done it because this is also just a personal insecurity but my upper lip was always smaller than my lower lip as someone that likes to do makeup and wears lipstick often and such it was just something that annoyed me I wanted to even them out and fix a little bit of the symmetry so I did I got some filler in my lip and I really like it let me just say, 90% of people's upper lips are always smaller than their bottom, unless there's like that 10% out there that are born with perfect, symmetrical, juicy, luscious lips. But it's common to have your upper lips smaller. And that's something I wanted to do was like get fillers or injections in my upper lip too. But you literally can tell when someone gets that because when their upper lip is bigger than their bottom. You're like, okay. That's something I was like, uh, is this going to look super noticeable? But A, I don't give a and B, I'm also kind of hidden behind a mask most of the time anyways. 
so <laughs> make your eyes pretty because the mask hide everything else. So what's really happening behind the mask? But no, I mean it's just something that I personally like it's a look that I like and that's not for everyone but something that you're interested in go hit up your dermatologist you know what I want I have a deep Grand Canyon crevice right in between my two eyebrows above the bridge of my nose because when I frown it creases there and I want Botox in my forehead a little bit I'm probably gonna wait on the lip injections because needles freak me out having my lips feel a certain way and be numbed out and stuff for a while doesn't make me feel good so (laughs) I'm just gonna stick to the store-bought plumpers for now yeah it was kind of weird because your body has to kind of absorb the filler and so it was kind of hard in a spot on my lip while my body was absorbing it. It is kind of strange, but it's science. I kind of am into that. I think it's cool that we've made so many advances and we can do things like this to change the way that we look. It's literal poison, though. It is. (laughs) You're putting literal rat poison in your body. But Botox also helps people with migraines. So going back to when we were talking about people getting it because they need it. Some people get Botox because they have chronic migraines and they need that shit, dude. Like, don't judge, you know? You literally can't say anything, especially if y'all are really expecting people to look perfect as we get older and then are going to be like, you're fake. No shit, Sherlock. (laughs) Yeah, but you like looking at it though, bitch. So what do you want? You want an ugly ass person or you want to call someone fake who looks damn good? Your choice. Your choice. I don't really think that you have the Grand Canyon on your forehead. I'm looking at it now and it looks pretty good to me. Well, you can't see it up close. You're looking at my sunglasses, but I wear sunglasses for this broadcast. I always tell my boyfriend whenever he like furrows his brow, gets a little wrinkle across his forehead. And I'm like, please don't do that. (laughs) I'm serious. A lot of these things are things we can do to prevent things. So if y'all don't want to have deep ass wrinkles in your forehead, try not to frown as much. Try not to raise your eyebrows. It's definitely uh, easier said than done. I can't help that. I have resting bitch face too. So like the (laughs) frown is like my permanent move. <laughs> but you know what, though? Surgery can help with that. I know. It can lift the corners of your mouth. Lady, if you have resting bitch face and you don't like it or you get called out for it, or if you're sitting at a bar and you wonder why men don't talk to you because you have a resting bitch face, lift those damn corners of your mouth, girl. You can get that done. <laughs> you might look like a ventriloquism <laughs> dummy, but I mean, hopefully not. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you still cute, though, boo. <laughs> We still f*** with you. <laughs> and also, this is a PSA. Wear some sunscreen, y'all. Please, for the love of everything holy. SPF, y'all. Yeah. Skin cancer is not the move. Like, literally killing people. Even people in their 20s and such. So, tanning beds, no-go. Please reconsider. I have to put sunblock on because I am full-blown transparent. I'm not even white. I am like <laughs> Casper the friendly ghost over here. I literally have moles appear out of nowhere, too. Like, it's not even from the sun. I think it's because my ancestry, I guess, like, a lot of Europeans get just random moles on them and, like, freckles. And literally, I don't even have to be out in the sun. I looked down the other day at my leg, and I'm like, how did a freckle get on my toe? I'm never out in the sun. <laughs> this toe has not seen the light of day. <laughs> It really doesn't. I think that this is definitely healthy to have these conversations about plastic surgery. It's not this secret society thing, or it doesn't have to be at least. And you don't have to be forthcoming and say, I get this, this, and this done if you don't feel comfortable doing that. But I do think you need to be transparent and not say that this is all natural when it really isn't. 
Yeah, please don't lie because that's the other part of that stigma too. It's people not being forthcoming that contributes to the stigma. And it's also people lying that contributes to the stigma. Like, bitch, we clearly know you get surgery. Why are you lying about it? You just make it seem like it's taboo when it's not. And it should be. It should be something that people do and they shouldn't have to feel a certain type of way about it. Right. Like, unless you're providing the Benjamins, your opinion really doesn't matter. Yeah, pay for my shit and then we'll talk. Jen and I will go and get some surgery together if you pay for it. We'll film it, too. We'll film <laughs> it. A whole vlog on it. Whoever wants to donate, go fund me. Yes. Plastic surgery, Jen and Kristen. The bomb. <laughs> Bad fish facelift. Bad fish 2.0. BFF. <laughs> So can you not surgery shame? If you're not paying for someone else's procedures, your opinion is completely invalid. It is 2020 and it's safer than ever to go under the knife. Technology has made so many advances while some of our mindsets are still so dated. It's okay to not want to shop from the rooftops that you get your lips done, but let's stop lying and try to pass off cosmetic work as something that's natural when it's not. That sets an even more dangerous precedent and further enables the shaming. We are all pieces of art, but it's okay to want to tweak a masterpiece. Thank you for tuning into the madness. We love y'all and we'll leave with these parting words. We know you can. But can you not?